Welcome to the Raising Real Estate Standards Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Mark Mann. Hey guys, welcome back to uh, our podcast, Raising Real Estate Standards. Um, actually, you can see we're kind of in a different environment today. So uh, if you like this uh, environment we're in, you know, hit us up, let us know. But I've got a guest with us today, uh, Kirby Graves. Kirby is uh, is an agent in, in our office, one of our offices, and uh, he's really um, he's really focused his business on investment, not only working with investors, but investing for himself. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I remember when you walked in the office one day and the conversation we had, and I'm just going to tell you how proud I am of you and how far you've come. So Kirby, you're, you're, you've done an amazing, amazing job and appreciate you being with us today. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, all right. The one thing I wanted to hit on today was, um, how we as real estate agents can use investing in real estate to uh, give us an alternative form of income, maybe focus on uh, growing appreciation and having it there for, uh, for the future as a retirement. What's your thought on that? Yeah, so um, as a real estate agent, you know, um, there's a big like up, ups and downs in the market and, and how much business you're doing. So um, it makes a whole lot of sense to have some kind of other stream of revenue coming in, some kind of other source of income. So for me, it's always been a long-term strategy to be able to have some income coming in from my rental properties so that if I, for some reason, don't have a commission or if I have to take a break off for family or for something like that for a little while, that there's still some income rolling in. Cool. So what, what made you want to do this? I mean, is this something you had on your mind before you got into selling real estate or, or did this just kind of come afterwards? Yeah. So I, I really, I, I got interested in real estate because my dad had invested in some properties when I was a kid and, uh, I had a previous business before I got into real estate and I, I just kind of realized that I was always really interested in real estate and the skill set that I had would have been better served in the real estate industry. So it just kind of made that transition for me really smooth. So I've loved ever since, loved it ever since. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, tell us about the first deal you like the first uh, deal you did. I know we, we talked a little bit about it before, but, um, that property you got, I think you sat on it for, for how long, like 12 months or so. Yeah. It might've been a little bit over a year, but yeah, the first house that I bought, I bought it for $24,000, uh, it was a really small two bedroom, one bath house in High Point. It was uh, in horrible condition. Um, it took me a long time fixing it up, saving. I was saving up money, fixing it. You know, I'd get a commission from uh, you know from selling a property or something like that, and then go put half of that into fixing up this little house and um, doing some of the work myself, that kind of thing. Just kind of really just putting in some sweat equity and hustling, to try to get it done. Yeah, and and. Um 12, let's call it 13, 14 month investment. And you made how much? $5,000. Wow. $5,000. It was not worth my time. But but what did you do? I learned a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. So, um, so you're, you're, you're getting into this and, and are there any specific types of, um, investments that work well for the real estate agent or, or, or for you in, in general? Yeah, I think just your normal single family property. If you're just a normal real estate agent that serves, you know, clients that are looking for their primary residence, 
then you're probably really going to get a lot of opportunities to buy single family houses for a good deal because um, people are going to approach you about selling their property. And if it's in uh, bad condition, it's not like really retail ready for you to list, you may want to consider trying to purchase that property directly from the seller. And um, you can, with the connections that you've built through helping your clients, you know, you probably know contractors, you know, inspectors, you know, insurance people, lenders. So through all those resources that you have, it just makes sense to invest into real estate. And um, I think it was Jim Rohn that said, like, one time a lady came up to him and she said that she was in real estate and he said, awesome, how many properties do you have? And she said, no, I, I'm a real estate agent. I help people. And he said, no, let me ask you again, how many properties do you have? Because he said, the purpose of being in real estate is to buy properties. The purpose of you know selling a house is to make a commission so you can then turn around and buy assets that generate income from you for, from them and give you some kind of passive income. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I love that. Um, so uh, real estate agents... If, I, if you had to ask 10 real estate agents, nine and a half of them would probably tell you, I want to get into investing in real estate. So, but most of them never do. Yeah. What is this one, what is one thing we can tell them or give them encouragement or advice to help them? I use the term jump off the diving board. Yeah. So I think it's. I think as real estate agents, it, it sometimes it's difficult to save money, and that's probably why the majority of them don't end up uh, buying property, or maybe they're they're making plenty of money and they're reinvesting that into their real estate business. But I, I see that as um, often they're thinking a more short term. They're not really thinking down the road. They're not thinking about retirement. They're not thinking about hey, what am I? Do I still want to be doing this thirty years from now? So I see a lot of short term thinking from those real estate agents. They're thinking about the deal. They're thinking about the their car payment or whatever they need to pay that day. So I think the main thing is if you just live within your means for a short period, of, you know, maybe a year or two years. That's what I did. I just. Uh, buckled down and spent very little money for the first like two years as I was trying to get into investing in real estate. Hmm. So um, one thing I would worry about, like a pitfall that that may happen if if I'm a real estate agent and I'm getting getting into this game, let's call it, um, is now I've lost my way in my normal or let's call it regular real estate sales business. I'm not doing the lead generation like I normally would. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm, my business is just slowed down because I focused over here on my, on myself, which I'm still getting income on this, but I'm, I'm losing these, these bigger deals. Let's call them. What have you done along the way to make sure you, you kind of make sure you have that, uh, even, um, 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 between the two, two of those. Yeah. So that's definitely, um, a hard thing to balance. The main thing I would do is just whatever property that you buy first, you know, make sure that there's going to be enough income generated from that, that you can hire a property manager, use the, your resources that you have, your network that you have as a real estate agent to reach out to a property manager and, and get them to do a lot of the heavy lifting for you that you would be doing yourself. I th see that as a huge uh, pitfall that real estate agents get into because they know real estate. They feel like they know um, landlord-tenant laws and stuff like that because they have a license, you know. 
and they end up getting themselves into a, another job that doesn't pay as well when they should be focused in their time lead generating for their their commission sales business. Right. Yep, absolutely. And that balance you you need to really have and you need to stay with it along the way. So, um Tell us a little bit about Bryson City. You know, I love this idea, this this project you've kind of taken on. Tell us a little bit about that. Awesome. Yeah. So in uh, in Bryson City, North Carolina, it's up in the mountains, about forty five minutes west of Asheville. We purchased uh, me and a couple partners purchased a campground up there. This campground has been around since the 50s. It's got a really old legacy. It's one of the reasons we loved it. It's right next to the Smoky Mountain National Park. It's actually only 50 feet from the entrance, so you can walk straight out of our parking lot straight onto the trails. And uh, we love it. Um, It has about 35 rental spots. It has six rental cabins. Um, so we rent the cabins out like short-term rental and then the rental spots for the camp, uh, like RV hookups that have full service, water, power, uh, sewer, Wi-Fi, all that good stuff. So we really love it. It's kind of like a, a mix between real estate and a business. And so we kind of love that marriage between real estate and business kind of keeps our core competency, which is real estate, but also brings in this business aspect where we can do a lot of creative things and kind of, that's sort of our creative outlet to, to, to do fun projects on. Gotcha. So, uh, Kirby is the, uh, essential entrepreneur. He just, uh, always starting something new, which is cool. So, um, to the listeners out there, the real estate agents out there, um, if they're going to look for money to do their first deal, where do they go? Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, saving your own money and just getting in a habit of living below your means so that you can save a little bit of money up to invest on your own is going to be crucial. But as a real estate agent, you're probably already working with investors that are investing in a property, and they see you as a resource already. And you can be even more of a resource to them as a partner. And so it may make a lot of sense for you to start trying to partner with a couple of your clients, especially ones that you know that are more experienced and or ones that you know don't have as much time to focus on it. For example, if you have a, a client that's like a doctor or lawyer or somebody like that, it makes a lot of sense to partner with somebody like that because they know you're spending all your time focused on real estate. You can help them find the deals. You can help them reach out to the um, property manager. You can you have resources as far as contractors and all that stuff, and they don't have that. They may have money, but they don't have the time or the resources that you have, so you can step in with little to no of your own money and partner with somebody like that on a property. Yes, you'll have only half the equity or whatnot, but you will be able to get into the game and start learning. That's that's a good first step for most real estate agents. Right. So um, that's really good advice there, Kirby. I appreciate that. I think it was um, Warren Buffett who said, always invest in only things that you know. Yeah. And, and like you said there, um, we are always around real estate. We know the ins and outs of it. So it's perfect. So those that aren't investing in real estate but are in the business of sales, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And deals come by you all the time. And that's the thing. Like if if you if most investors had the deal flow that you had, they would be so, so excited. 
And you're just, I mean, most of the time as real estate agents, we're just leaving, leaving that on uh, the table without taking advantage of it. Absolutely. So, so all right. One, uh, one last thing to leave with the real estate agents out there um, when it comes to investing, what would that be? What would that one thing be, that golden nugget? Oh, man, the, uh, the golden nugget for real estate investing. Let me see here. I think the, the main thing would be to um, be open to partnering. We talked about that a little bit before. I think as if you're just getting started, it makes a ton of sense to, to partner up with somebody that either has more capital or more experience than you. So if you're going to get started, I, I would start there. Um, picking up a couple books um, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, uh, listening to some podcasts on investing uh, Bigger Pockets is a podcast is a great resource, especially for newer investors. Um, some of the real estate agent podcasts too that are out there also talk about being sort of this like hybrid investor slash uh, real estate agent um, person. So uh, I would just start learning. And uh, being open to partnering would be the the main two things I would leave you guys with. Awesome. And on that note, uh, we recorded earlier our uh, investor series uh, videos for Realty Consultants Property Management and uh, had uh, Kirby on there. So check those out as well uh, as you're doing it. But Kirby, appreciate you coming on with us today. You've got some awesome wisdom, some great gold nuggets, and some things that, you know, uh, we could share with the real estate agents out there. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Take care. And we'll see you guys next time. You've just listened to another episode of the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast. If you've benefited from what you've heard, please subscribe. We would really appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, and shared this episode. You can contact us at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, email us at info at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, and you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the heading of Raising Real Estate Standards. 